Network's October 2020 special, part four. On October 4th, uh, this year we are going through every Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode there is, and today we are going over the season five episode, Simpsons Treehouse of Horror 4. Uh, with me, as always, are Mark, David, and Zach. I, I didn't get to introduce myself. Nope. <laughs> Every time you introduce yourself, it, it, it goes from what should be a one-letter word to, so this is the story about my life. I'm Mark Conway. It's a pleasure to meet you. Um, I'm Italian. I love selling sales because sales are sales. Right. Well, before we... <laughs> Just go right through that. Just, yep, no, I'm good. Before we continue, uh, you can sell your soul to us by clicking that like and subscribe button if you mm. haven't already. Mm, saw what you did there. Yep. And without any further ado, let's get into it. So he made this, a funny. So this is the fourth Simpsons Halloween special. That took place in season five. Yep. Well, the first season didn't have one. So. How dare they? Um, <laughs> So a very basic opening for this episode. Uh, we just have some gravestones. I think this is the last episode that has the funny gravestones. I think they no. did a pretty good job of the gravestones this yeah, one. It's not had, the funniest, but it is okay. Yeah, there was like good. Elvis, accept it. Yeah, Elvis. Uh, a balanced budget. Balanced budget. <laughs> uh, subtle political satire. And TV violence. Which gets shot up and bleeds. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, yeah, for a little couch gag, we just have zombie Simpsons come up from beneath the ground and sit on the couch and watch the TV and then we're into our wraparound story and it's even a story it's more like just a wraparound just a wraparound really it's like a yeah. presentation of a, yeah. in a painting room or whatever yeah it's actually a parody of a Rod Serling show called Night Gallery, Gallery. I, was, yeah. I was thinking it was Night Gallery yeah um, which I've how many never... shows did he have? Uh, Night Gallery and Twilight Zone are the two big ones. Uh, he's written a lot of other TV, but hmm. as far as like horror anthologies go, those are the two. Steven Spielberg directed a few episodes of Night Gallery. Yeah, I think that's where he got his start directing. Yep, yep. really much. Yep. Yep. Really. Yeah, uh, that, that was. I thought he was a stowaway in a Universal office. He did that, and then he <laughs> kind of hustled his way onto the set, and then he ended up like cutting a deal with one of the uh, execs to direct a few episodes of Night Gallery, and he was like 23 at the time. Which wow. is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we have Bart uh, introducing our stories night gallery style. He has a painting to represent each story. Um, but before he goes into our first story, Marge tells him that he should warn everybody that this episode is scary and violent or whatever and tells him to watch after Maggie while she goes to the uh, gift shop. And he introduces our first story with a painting of the devil. Which brings us to our first story, The Devil and Homer Simpson. Mark, tell us about The Devil and Homer Simpson. That was oh, mine. David? Was that, that, right. But um, I, think, I think Marge's warnings have kind of fell on deaf ears at this point. It's been yeah. like that for a while. The, no, uh, really uh, like, Did anybody ever take those warnings seriously, though? No, and, no not at all. Not no. At all. It's like, if you're going to watch these, you're clearly not watching it for a safe at, space. At this point, I don't think the warnings are even supposed to be serious. They're just having fun with it, like yeah. they did it the first time, and then after that... They're just having fun with it. It's more like an obligation. It's like, look, we it's warned like the, you. If you try to sue us, we're going to tell you to go fuck yourself. All right? I, I think at this point, it's more like it's the more King like and Kodos thing, where they just do it every year, and it really—it's it, not supposed to mean anything. If you're—if you do take that warning seriously, then something's wrong with you, not with them. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my God, it's going to be graphic. Oh, we should turn this off and go watch Teletubbies. 
I don't think Zach gets it. I don't think he gets the subtle political satire there. What is satire? The, the arrest my case. Is, is that, is that what it means to? Is that what it means for hip to be square? Yes. Yeah. Right, yes. Uh, well, we start out at a, a uh, fashion show where um, the models are donuts. It's <laughs> kind of weird. Uh, we real, obviously realize that Homer is daydreaming at work. Sexy donuts. That is Homer's sexual fantasy. Yeah. Donut models. Donuts very cream. Yeah, donuts are actually pretty sexy. The yep. Chocolate with sprinkles. Sprinkles. That's a sexy donut. Sprinkles. <laughs> but yeah, um, he's obviously daydreaming at work at the uh, power plant. Um, realizes the box of donuts in front of him is empty and he's having a panic attack. But apparently um, Lenny and Carl threw the uh, remaining donuts at uh, Grandpa Simpson. <laughs> so he's outside running from birds. Because reasons. Dude, that because is of so, reasons. That's still one of my favorite running jokes. I'm not dead yet! Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he's uh, running through the um, drawers in his office or whatnot. He finds a book. I guess it's supposed to be like a stash of donuts or whatever. And there's a note in the book saying that, um, Dear Homer, I owe you an emergency donut. Sincerely, Homer. <laughs> Bastard. He's always one step ahead. <laughs> Just fucking weird. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, Ah, oh, man, I need a freaking donut. And he's like, I'll sell my soul for one. And then um, the devil Flanders appears and is like, Girl, look, I'll take that deal. And, Flanders, um, you're the devil? Yeah, it's always the one you least expect. Yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> I love when they use Flanders like that. Flanders yeah. is really like one of the best characters in The Simpsons. Yeah, because they like they so use ridiculous him in, in in that kind of Jesus way. Is he definitely Genius. had his moments in the first two segments of this episode. Yeah, but yeah, um, uh, Smithers and uh, Mr. Burns are watching on security cameras, and Burns is like, "Smithers, who's this uh, goat-legged man?" <laughs> Uh, um, that's uh, Prince of Darkness. You're four o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, he is. He is. So, um, and then Flanders uh, appears. This really nice freaking donut. What is this? Like, um, I guess one of his minions appears with a donut and a silver uh, platter. So he's like, oh, if you eat this whole donut, you know, your soul belongs to me. So Homer eats most of it. And it's like, wait a minute. If I don't eat this last bite, it means you don't get my soul. He's like, well. Yeah, I guess so. He's like, I'm smarter than the devil. And even, you know, becomes this freaking huge thing. He's like, no, you're not smarter than me. Oh, the animation on that was... Yeah, it's pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, there's a lot of really great animation in this episode, I thought. Especially yeah. with a lot of the facial expressions and some of the characters. Yeah, especially um, with this first segment. Yeah. Or like uh, later on when Homer's brought down to hell, just like the use of color. And yeah. And like, dropping down. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, he puts the uh, rest of the donut in his pocket and saves it for later, I guess. Um, then he's... He, we're back at the Simpsons' home. He's sleeping. He wakes up for a, a like midnight snack or whatever and goes through the fi- uh, the fridge um, scouting whatever's in there. So there's a plate with the leftover donut with a whole bunch of post-it notes saying, stop, don't, don't stop. Don't eat daddy's soul donut. <laughs> he obviously you know, ignores all that and eats it and Flanders appears like yes and tries to take him to hell and the Simpsons come running down it's like what's going on it's like hey doesn't he need a trial first before you can take him and Ned's like god damn it it's like you Americans in your uh, trials this is easier in Mexico <laughs> this is easier in Mexico 
Or is it like, I didn't deal with this in Mexico. Yeah, he said, this is always so much easier in Mexico. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's like, all right, you get your trial tomorrow. And it's like, but you, Homer, you're spending the night in hell. So he opens a portal and he gets stuck, obviously, and then kicks him down to hell. And then that's when you see all these little beautiful colors. Yeah, He's falling down. The weird little demons and yeah. devils. And he gets chopped up, put into hot dog meat. Yeah, he's in, yeah, he's like in a conveyor, a conveyor belt where he gets chopped up and parts of him actually go for hot dog meat. And uh, then there's the ironic punishment division. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's trapped or like tied down and they're force feeding him donuts. But it's like not really a punishment because he's yeah, like... It's, it's all the donuts in the world. Yeah. Force fed to him four at a time continuously. <laughs> it's just like more. And then the minions just like, I just don't get it. Yeah, it's like by the end of it, he's like super fat. Yeah. He's all happy. He's wobbling around like, woohoo! More! Yeah, me more donuts. I think McFarlane <laughs> Toys actually made like an action figure set out of the ironic torture. Really? Scene. Yeah. Oh, shit. Nice. Yeah. I mean, we'll like that, that, that. That's one of my favorite gags in a Treehouse of Horror episode. That one? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. So it's trial day. Homer appears in this um, flame cage, basically, with his head kind of popped off, where he has to put it back together like a Lego piece. And then Flanders appears like, uh, and then what's, what's the attorney's name? Lionel Hutz. Lionel Hutz. There you go. This is so fucking stupid. It's like the worst attorney you can freaking ever have. <laughs> Just no idea what he's doing, but he apparently appointed. Uh, was he hired by the Simpsons? Yeah, he's oh, the Simpsons. He's the best they can afford. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that checks out. Yeah, you get what you pay for on that one. Gonna have yeah, his their, breaks every half hour. Yeah, he's their attorney. Yeah, you're making deals with um, Ned Flanders. Like, yeah, we. We get to have um, a thirty-minute like bathroom break or whatever, and that's bathroom like breaks every half hour. Yeah, it's like I agree, but I get to pick the jury. Agree, like, agree. No, wait. <laughs> so stupid. He's like, all right. So here we go. We got um, was it Benedict Arnold? Benedict Arnold, Blackbeard, John, Lizzie Borden, yeah, John Lewis Booth, Nixon, John Dillinger, John Dillinger. Uh, the starring lineup of the nineteen seventy-six Philadelphia, Philadelphia Flyers. Flyers. Which that could have laughed from Mark. Damn, that, that, <laughs> yeah. Only yeah. sports fans will understand. Yeah, you that have reference. to be a Everybody fan else that's gonna that fly joke. over yeah. the fucking. Would you like to explain it? Uh, it's actually really simple. They were an incredibly bl- brutal team, and they're actually famous for a giant fucking brawl that uh, they had back in the seventies. Um, uh, like it's it was a, it's, it's like it's a brawl that's famous in hockey. Like that's, that's weird. That's how how brutal it was. The um, uh, that particular lineup in the seventies. Back then, they were all like alcoholics with day jobs. Like, they, like being a hockey player wasn't a full time career. Like, you went and played, and then like you got paid a little bit of money to travel, mm-hmm. and the rest of them they were carpenters and construction workers. The rest <laughs> yeah, of the year. The 70s, so it's literally yeah. like a bunch of blue collar guys that got together and got paid no money and got to beat the shit out of each other in hockey, and they were called professionals back then. So yeah, the uh, the Philadelphia Flyers were an incredibly famous for a very very brutal brawl that happened in the in the history of the NHL, um, and that's why that's funny. <laughs> oh yeah, also I think uh, Nixon is one of the juries. Yeah, he's not even dead yet. I'm yeah. not even dead yet. He died soon after this, though. I yeah, think. yeah. Oh, 
It was oh, pretty close. Oh, really? Oh, shit. He's like, you owe, me a f- you owe me a favor for that thing I did for you that <laughs> one time. Yes, master. Yes, master. <laughs> uh, trial doesn't go, obviously, Homer's way, and his attorney's like, yeah, I gotta go to the bathroom real quick, and um, like, what, 10, 20 minutes later, they go check on him, and he actually ran out the window and left. It's <laughs> <Yep. laughs> like, too much. And then the jury's getting ready to decide that Homer's soul belongs to the devil. Yeah, and then March brings the um, photo album, and like that in particular is like from our wedding. It's like you got married in the emergency room. It's like yeah, but check the back of it. It's like uh, Marge, you you know, you're basically giving Marge his soul for her hand in marriage. So they decided that his soul belonged to Marge and not. Uh, the Ned, Found- Ned Flanders devil. Yep. So. And the judge agreed. Yeah. And uh, jury went away, but the but devil had one other last ideas. thing to do. Yeah. Basically turned Homer's head into a donut. And then um, and then the next morning they're at breakfast and Homer's like picking at his head, eating his, but I'm so sweet and tasty. And Marge's like, stop picking at yourself. And then the best joke. The best joke. Uh, in the of the last of the oh, three episodes happened. Yeah, it's, it's like, all right, I'm going to go to work. And then Bart and Lisa are like, ah, Dad, I don't think that's a good idea. And they're like, right in front of their guard is the whole police department with a cup of coffee in their hands. It's like, don't worry, boys. Worry. He's got to come out sometime. <laughs> awesome. And yeah, yeah, that was that episode. I really yeah, like this one. Written. Yeah, I like this one. It's my yeah. favorite. Um, I actually really like all three of these. Um, yeah, I think this one was a really good one. Uh, whenever I think of Trials of Horror, um, Ned Flanders' Devil is always like one of the first images yeah. to come in my mind. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, there's certain episodes um, and certain segments that I remember too. Like the, I'm pretty sure we're gonna get to the you know groundskeeper Willie as a Freddy, which yeah. is one of my favorites. That one's coming up pretty soon. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, but yeah, this is a really enjoyable one. Uh, Mark, Zach, what did you guys think of this one? Man, oh, I, I liked it. I, it was a few like good bits. Um, uh, I was I was entertained. Um, uh, I was entertained when the when the bits happened. Then they did um, their job. I, yeah. I appreciated the I appreciated the flyers joke. That's a very specific <laughs> joke that a lot of people would not right, understand. Yeah. Um, I it was I don't know, it was fine. Like it was fine. I'm. I, I seem to have enjoyed overall, and obviously we'll talk more about this when I get to the end of this stuff. But I like, I like the last episode of Treehouse more than I like this episode. Um. Uh, so I don't know. This episode had some good stuff for me, but for overall, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't the best. Hmm. Um. Uh, so, but this episode in particular was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um. I enjoyed some of the jokes that that were there. Um. And of course, the you know, I always like it too when these stick the landing with one last really good joke and this the first episode definitely stuck the landing with one really good joke at the end and which i appreciate because that's kind of what you tend to remember when you're talking about this you tend to remember that last joke um uh, at least for me i don't don't know that's the same for everybody but that was consistent episode but uh but yeah yeah i think it was fun it was a fun episode um, I think there's a lot of animation to like here. Flanders as a devil is, of course, really good. One of my favorites. Um, oh, when he first shows up in the kitchen, Bart shows up. And oh, yeah. Like, yes. Oh, hey, Bart. That was, hey. A good, that, was hey. a good, that was a good subtle joke. Oh, hey, Bart. You know? <laughs> hey, Bart. Hey, what's up? Uh, <laughs> so, like Mr. Burns is like, who the hell is that? It's like, that is your four o'clock. 
<laughs> Prince of Darkness. The um, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm probably somewhere in between David, you know, uh, um, in between uh, you and and Zach on this one. The um, very um, in the middle, some really middle really mark, good, good. That would be a threesome. The um, <laughs> little good, yeah, good high points, but overall, you know, yeah. it was. It was and I, I still think it's impressive that they got a full beginning, middle, and end in like what seven minutes that they have to do a segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like that. that is one thing to remember about these yeah. Treehouse episodes is you can't expect the development of a twenty-two minute episode when they have. So to divide between three stories, about seven minutes each. I think so they did a good job. To actually get a good structure, beginning, middle, and end, some good jokes. I think that's a really good Treehouse of Horror episode, yeah. segment if they're able to do that. Fair enough. Um, I agree. So next up, we have Bart back at the uh, night Gallery, uh, introducing a picture of a school bus. Um he thinks something's wrong. It must be the ghoul bus, but no, Lisa corrects him. It says right there, school bus. Well, there's nothing scarier than having to go to school. <laughs> and Bart is just defeated, and this brings us to our second segment, Terror at Five and a Half Feet. Zach, tell us about Terror at Five and a Half Feet. Well, not to be confused with what? Terror at 5,000 feet? Nightmare at 20,000 feet. Nightmare at 20,000 feet. There you go. You're the Twilight Zone expert, so... Yeah, um, this is clearly a knockoff or a very heavily inspired by Terror at 20,000 feet. Nightmare at 20,000 feet. Nightmare at 20,000 feet, thank you. If, if, you, if you don't like it, it's a knockoff. If you like it, it's a parody. True. That's a good way to look <laughs> at it, Mark. <laughs> Damn marketing That's, logic. That was Brendan's, Brendan's assessment of, of Joker. It's, yeah. it's, either, it's either an homage to Taxi Driver or it's a ripoff of Taxi Driver, depending on how you feel about it. Yeah. Um, to make this very simple, instead of a plane, it's a bus, and instead of a... Wow, I cannot remember his name now. William Shatner? Thank you! Yeah. William Shatner! In the episode, it's... it was William Shatner. In the movie, it was John Lithgow. Yeah. I know huh? people are probably more familiar with the episode, so... Instead of William Shatner, it's Bart. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, it wasn't bad. You know, the, he starts off, he's having a nightmare about the bus crashing head-on into a truck because the wheel just kind of falls off out of nowhere it's like holy shit what the fuck bam dead wakes up he's terrified for some reason which I, I, that just doesn't seem like bart to me okay. that, that was the big uh. thing i'm like just that that seems out of character for him but whatever regardless uh continuing on with the story um he's terrified every little thing just kind of makes him go huh Fucking Homer walks in because he decided to explore a marina for some reason. He has fucking life vest and a bullhorn. It's like, what the fuck were you doing over there? It's terrifying the shit out of Bart, blowing it off in his ear, and he's just like, uh. that wouldn't be the first time that Homer, Homer was a dick. It's yeah, just, it won't be the last either. It's no. fucking Homer. Anyways, so he's on the bus, and Lisa decides to announce <laughs> Bart had a bad dream. Everybody be super nice to him. Everybody starts giving him shit. It's like, why the fuck would you do that to your brother? You're an Jimbo asshole. Jimbo even pulls down the shorts, but at least that brought attention away from Martin's shirt. Oh, God. What oh, the yeah. fuck was it? Uh, Wang Computers. W- Wang? Oh, Wang. yeah. Wang. Wang. Not Wang. Computer. Not <laughs> Wang Computers. Which that was a thing, I believe. For the love of really? Holy shit. Oh yeah. my god. I, I'm sure that wasn't a practical joke of a company. But anyways. So yeah. he He's sitting next to Millhouse on the bus or whatever. And as he looks out the window. He sees a little gremlin. The gremlin's starting to tear the side of the bus piece by piece. 
Britt starts losing his shit. Everybody thinks he's insane. Skinner's just an asshole. He's just like, you might be telling the truth, but you're still disrespectful, so fuck you. Now, why was Principal Skinner riding the bus? Oh, because he tried talking to a girl and his mom took away his keys because he's a little <laughs> bitch. She was right to do it. God. Skinner, you are something else, dude. The, the ultimate mama's boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway, so yeah, the whole thing just keeps progressing until it gets to the point where the gremlin starts trying to take the back wheel off the car. Brett, he looks down and there's flares for some reason on a school bus. Is that normal? Emergency flares. Still, is that normal? They, they wouldn't be where the children sit, yeah. but they are on the buses, I believe. They okay, like, I, I had no idea they kept emergency flares on buses, especially school buses. And like, I, I don't know if they still do, seat. but I mean, it's like... If something happens, like, I don't... Because, I mean, school buses are used for more than just bringing kids to school sometimes. um, I've only been on city school buses, and, I mean, the only time I ever took a school bus was on a field trip or something. I never saw a box of emergency flares just sitting around, so I'm like, all right, that's interesting. Dude, first time I ever saw that was in Jeepers Creepers, too. Oh, yeah. They had flares in there. Oh, they did? That's how the the gym teacher ate it. Especially with an elementary school bus. Probably not a good idea to put them, like, under a child's seat. I'm just like, this... Who... Okay, whatever. But anyways, Bart opens the emergency flare box, and they're not there. They're in what's-his-name's-underwear. Martin. Martin. Yeah, they're in Martin's underwear because... They, the they were really the going beam. after him that day for the Wayne computers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there's two lit ones. Bart takes out one of them. The other one falls off. He puts it right back in Wayne's underwear. <laughs> he opens the window. He screams. I forgot what the hell he screamed or whatever, but everybody starts... Oh, no, wait. He didn't scream. He opened the window, and it acts like a fucking airlock. Yep. Everybody's trying, like, trying to get sucked out of the window. I'm like, you're not... But... That's not how physics work. Dude, the the funniest thing that was the bus driver came to the back in the middle. He's he's just like, I don't see any gremlin. Who's driving the bus? Oh. (laughs) Give me one second, little dude. (laughs) It's like, the fuck? It's all casual buzz. Just give me a second. Oh, we forgot when uh, Bart first saw the gremlin and he goes up to Otto and says, there's a gremlin on the side of the bus. And there's the AMC gremlin driven by Hans Moleman. And he's like, don't worry, I'll take care of it. He just rams it. Goes down a hill. Oh no! I just, I made my just last finished payment. my payment on this. And then thing. it just stops, just like an inch away from a telephone pole, and explodes. Pause, explodes. <laughs> it's like fucking. Which, uh, because why not? Yeah. Well, I mean, That's this was uh, seasons five and six, where uh, the showrunner was a man named David Merkin, and hmm. Merkin. His two seasons are just full of jokes that are. He he. Just goes against what you expect in every way. Fair enough. Um, like, there's one of his episodes, Itchy and Scratchy Land, when um, they're driving and Homer's falling asleep at the wheel, and Marge says, Homer, you should pull over. And he says, I'm not tired. I'm not tired at all. And then it cuts to the next thing, you see this car just kind of swerve off, hit a telephone pole, blow up, and then just the camera pulls out, and you see the Simpsons in a motel room watching it, and Marge is like, Whew, glad that wasn't us. <laughs> so it's a whole lot of jokes where it's like you think it's going to be one thing, but then it's something else. Awesome. Zach, Zach was over there like, like appreciating that joke. Like appreciating like a fine line or, or fine yeah. photo. Um, like, yeah. You're going to see, a, you're going to definitely see Merkin's humor a lot in the next Treehouse of Horror. Nice. Merkin. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. But anyways... Yeah. So he fucking throws the flare at the gremlin. The thing ignites, falls off the butts, butts, bus, lands on Flanders' windshield. Flanders, of course, being the religious whatever he is, 
runs out of the car. Oh, look, it's a little monster. He wraps it in his sweater. Was it a sweater or a blanket? Blanket. Blanket. Yeah, blanket. I the monster swipes at him. Oh, he's trying to claw my face. Oh, fucking Flanders. Anyways, so the bus pulls over in front of the school. Everybody gets out, looks at the side of the bus. It's torn to shreds. It's like, huh, well, I guess Brett was telling the truth. Then all the Skinner turns around as Brett's in a straight jacket being hauled off by... Si- I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Brett? Oh, yeah, Brett? Yeah, you've been calling him Brett, or Brett, I think, Have a few I? times. Yes. 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 <laughs> Jesus Christ. We, we thought we would just let you go until you corrected yourself, but you know, <laughs> it hadn't happened, so we figured we'd jump in right now. Sorry. Bart. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bart is just being hauled off in a straight jacket on one of those tables that, you know, usually psychos and insane people get mm-hmm. torn off of. Skinner goes up to him. You may have been telling the truth, but you were still rude. Maybe th- life lifetime in the night in that house will teach you some manners. Yeah, it's like Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, apparently his behavior was out of line still. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, even though he it was the nineties, essentially yeah. saved everyone's life. I mean, like, was it uh, Skinner who touched the bus and then everything just freaking fell apart? Yeah. Yep. Wheel flies off. The bus collapses. Well, shit. <laughs> but yeah. Bart's in the back of the truck now. He's just like, I can finally rest. Then a little gremlin shows up with Flanders' head. Hey, Bart! Yep. It's like, all right. Bart screams, end of story. Actually, I think my favorite part of that segment was um, Alien show up. Kato, oh, yeah. And then gremlin shows up on there. Uh... That just felt like it was forced in there. It's like, oh, fuck. We're going to give these guys a cameo. Here, I shove them in. Funny. Shove them in. But that was funny. Because the gremlin showed up on their spaceship and just started ripping in the car. Like, oh, Humans crap. are being bothered with a, with a, with an imaginary creature. Oh, 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 shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Look outside the window. Stop! Stop! Yeah, I think yeah, that was my favorite I, part. I, I think I'm probably the one who's most familiar with the Twilight Zone episode, the adaptation of the Twilight Zone movie, and I've also read the original short story as well. Um, and, and they did a really good job at this one um like bart yeah bart was out of character with his nervousness at the beginning but that is part of the actual story um so i really do think they went above and beyond to not only parody this story but stay true to it and i think it was a lot less stiff than the similar approach that they took with king homer in one of the previous treehouse of horrors Mm. um because king homer felt like they just took like they wanted to replicate shots from King Kong yeah. and there was a story and I do still like that segment, but it just felt very, this is going to happen. Then this is going to happen. Mm. This is going to happen. Whereas with uh, terror at five and a half feet, they still hit all the beats of the story. Yeah. And there are even some visual references as well. Like when, um, he, uh, opens the, when he, uh, opens the blinds in the window and he sees groundskeeper willing there, Willie there mm. and Willie just does that little head tilt. That's the same kind of held head yeah. tilt that the uh, gremlin does in the episode. And then when they try to restrain him and his eyes are just bugging out, mm-hmm. that's a direct reference to the John Lithgow version in the movie, uh, directed by George Miller, who did the Mad Max movies. Um, so yeah, they did a really good... And the gremlin in this episode is definitely modeled off of the gremlin in the movie as well, instead of the uh, giant teddy bear that was in the original um, <laughs> so this looks more like the movie uh, version? Yeah. Okay. Um, I wasn't sure because I've never really seen those, either the movie or the show. So. Oh, you need to see them. It's, the, it's some point one of, if not the best episode of Twilight Zone. Um, it's one of the ones It's definitely the most famous. One yeah, of the, yeah, it's absolutely the it's most up famous. There. Yeah. Like I said, even though I haven't seen it, I still know about it. It's and been then, referenced um, a billion times over. Yeah. And actually, the uh, version of the movie is closer to the original short story. 
um, because of one major thing. And because um, in the episode, he's traveling with his wife. In the movie, he's by himself. And in the short story, he's by himself. Um, but yeah, all like all three versions or all four ver- versions, the uh, short story, the episode, the movie and the Simpsons spoof are all fantastic. And this one also had a lot more tension than jokes. And that's another thing mm-hmm. about David Merkin is he felt the Halloween specials should be both funny and scary. And I think this one hit that at least in this uh, episode. I think this is the one of the three that hit oh, yeah. that. If you have the anxiety, best. definitely don't watch that. Somewhere. Yeah, you do. You do feel Bart's <laughs> anxiety. You do get some laughs in there. You get the uh, horrifying headless Flanders at the end. Oh yeah, that <laughs> was pretty good. It was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the few jokes. I think again, like a baseline for me is like this one was was good with some very good jokes. It was almost like like like. Some of it was was flatlined for me, and then it would go and then would go up with a really good joke, and then would come back down. Like um, it wasn't like consistently here; it wasn't consistently down here. It was very yeah. consistently in the middle with some very good mm. spikes and some really good fucking jokes. Yeah, I think all three segments are kind of like that. Yeah, like I think it's I think it's a, I think it's out very of consistent. curiosity. I mean, Zach said he hasn't seen any version of the original story what about you guys have you guys ever seen the twilight zone i have seen clips of that parts of it as well eclipse eclipse of the twilight zone only i have never seen anything related to the film so i'm the only one that's ever seen a complete version of the pre-existing story in yes any form okay and i guess to add a little bit more onto why i think most of these episodes were boring to me i'm not a big simpsons fan let's not forget True. So it's True. like, unless it's going to do something to really, like, wow me, I'm just going to be like, meh. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, oh, that's actually that's a, leg- that's a, that's a legitimate that's, thing. The, um, and, and I've, casual fan. And I've kind of, and I've kind of very been much a casual fan. Like, I would actually probably even say less than casual fan. I mean, I, I've, like, Family Guy always took my interest same family the, guy has um, always uh, been and, and, and like and, and, and so for some people like that's not the thing but like Simpsons I've caught a few honestly the most Simpsons I've watched is since you and I started being friends yeah. right I've uh, has Family Guy ever done any kind of Halloween special like, so I know every they... now and then Family Guy does do Halloween themed episodes and they're really? funny okay. I think what honestly one of their funniest ones was uh, I'd say maybe five six years ago where Stewie actually experiences his first Halloween's like eight or twelve seasons into it he looks outside. Oh, yeah. That's All right, when so, he loads the M16. No, 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 no. So, so he looks. It's just like, Brian, we're being invaded by a bunch of terrorists and a Mexican princess. What? As he's shooting outside with his M16, I'll send you demons back to hell. <sighs> but I think, I, Stewie, uh, Stewie, what are you doing? They're just kids. The um, I think yeah. I think a lot of this too is like you know is that I. That type of of entertainment, adult animation, um, was I mean like yeah it was, it was kind of introduced to me uh, via The Simpsons, but I never stuck with The Simpsons. Had I stuck with The Simpsons, I probably would have been my thing. I think a lot of people either choose between uh, at least of our generation, South Park, Family mm-hmm. Guy, or The Simpsons. I know that those are very very different. You know, like you probably get Simpsons on the lighter end. Uh, family Guy in the middle and South Park being 
just the filthiest of all. Yeah. I would I'm, say you know, when it comes to South Park, I feel like most people like there they may be bigger Simpsons or bigger Family Guys, but most people genuinely love South Park oh, yeah. regardless Dude. of whether or not you like Simpsons or Family Guys. Uh, you know what's yeah. so funny? I, I'm which I, actually I know more people who have fallen off of South Park than have fallen off of Simpsons or Family Guy. That's you know maybe what? I'm I've always felt Family Guy has been pretty much consistent for me yeah. with the exception of the later seasons um, I, I would like, say the first 8 to even 10 seasons of Family Guy are the golden age and are timeless I can go through those, those. and laugh oh my they're amazing Family Guy is very consistent for me with like high with, with very high points like the Simpsons in the South Park have or on the lower band of spectrums however they when South Park and the Simpsons get to me, they really get to me. Brandon has shown me some bits from the Simpsons, and I and I go oh, shit. The um, uh, South so, Park's the best though. Like, it's one of my favorites. I think we got a pretty good like Zach and I are probably Family Guy. Yeah, uh, David's more South, South Park, Park and, then, and David Simpsons. is absolutely the South Park guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah not a shadow so, of a doubt. But and I will say this about South Park. I don't think the Simpsons has anything that's like, oh my god, that's fucking damp, like laugh out loud hysterical or whatever for me. I, but South Park, fucking James Cameron's the greatest pioneer. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> greatest song in history. I love it. I want it on vinyl. Yeah, I think yeah. I stopped watching The Simpsons around like the twelfth season. I think I like. Yeah, Lost there, there was a, a dark period yeah. of The Simpsons. I will the say, dark times. Um, that's probably when I stopped watching. But like, but yeah, there are there are some gems in recent seasons. Yeah. Like nothing that hits the height of the golden age, but there are some that um, I do really enjoy. Like one from this most recent season that I really enjoy. Actually, two that I really enjoyed from this most recent season. Are uh, the one where Bart sees their version of Avengers Endgame a month early before everybody else? <laughs> you showed me that. Yeah, that you showed me that. That was that, that was, was actually, that was actually funny. And he like yeah, blackmails everybody. Is like, give me all this stuff, or else I'll spoil the movie. Simpsons gonna get actual actually Which, dark. The thing that got me about that episode, and the reason that I actually do think that is a pretty good episode, is because of Homer's reaction. For the first time in history, he's the only one with common fucking sense. <laughs> yeah, leave it to Homer to have common sense for once. It's just like, don't spoil the movie. You know what's going to happen. The, let me guess. <laughs> the good guys win. <gasps> How did you know? Because <laughs> it always happens that way. The, um, but yeah, that's definitely my yeah. thing with The Simpsons. And then, like, um, it'll, like, another one from this season that I really like. That, that was actually better than it had any right to be. They did a Thanksgiving of horror. Where it was like a treehouse of horror, but with Thanksgiving stories. Yeah, you showed us that, didn't you? I don't think I did. Simpsons. No, not yet. And it was so much better than it had any right to be. Um, it was actually a little longer than their normal episodes, too. It was by only like two or three minutes. But like the first segment is a spoof of Apocalypto. But they're turkeys being hunted by pilgrims. Mm. And it's actually like, and they're not speaking, like they're gobbling, like gobble gobble, like turkeys. <sighs> but you still know exactly what's going on. It was so bizarre, but so good. And then there's another, then the second segment is Marge gets an artificial intelligence kitchen. That becomes yeah. self-aware. I think I've seen this one. And oh, God. that one actually gets surprisingly deep with its philosophy on artificial intelligence. 
Wow. And then the third one, which I think is the weakest, is a spoof of Alien, but instead of an alien, it's killer cranberry, cranberry sauce. Uh, <laughs> that just sounds lazy or just re- too random. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the first two segments were really good. The third one was serviceable for what it was, but overall it was so much better than it had any right to be. I don't know. Maybe we'll do a bonus episode on that episode. Well, I always love things that are that don't have any right to be. You know, they have every right to suck, but they don't. Yeah. yeah. And props to them for trying. The um, so any last thoughts about Terra at five and a half feet before we move on? Nope, just what I said. Enjoyed. Yeah. I was entertained. Yeah, I, they did their job. He was entertained. I was. David was entertained. Yeah. The uh, I was moderately, you know, moderately entertained with some very good high points. Yeah. Actually, I I am curious. Like maybe, I don't know. I I kind of feel like like later when we're all done with these Treehouse of Horror episodes, maybe I'll show you guys the Twilight Zone episode and the movie, and then rewatch just that segment and see if your guys' opinion goes up or down any. I don't know. Um, I think you're right about that. Well, I mean, especially with like yeah. the King, King Homers. I wasn't really a big King Kong fan. But I was going to say that. I, I was going to use that example. It's just a look at the King Homer episode. Yeah. We were bored because it was almost an exact ripoff of mm-hmm. King Kong. Just but, way more yeah. boring. But I did Whereas appreciate I think this it. one did a lot better because you don't have to have seen. If you did not see King Kong or not familiar with the shots from King Kong, a lot of King Homer is going to be lost on you. Yeah. Whereas I don't think you need... To see the pre-existing stories for Terra at five and a half feet, mm-hmm. but if you did, I think your appreciation would definitely go. With up. it being an animation, I did appreciate them. You know, yeah. actually going the black and white route, which is yeah. kind of ballsy for animation. That would never happen today. Yeah. <laughs> well, never say never. I was gonna say, don't say yeah. it would never happen because we got a crappy A twenty four film that was shot in black and white, or you know, developed to look whatever you. We want. do not talk about it. Zach, you know the rules. It's still business hours business. right now. <laughs> yeah, it's a quarter past five. The uh... yeah. all right. So back to the Bart Simpson's night gallery. Uh, he's introducing a terrifying painting: dogs playing poker, which causes Homer to go mad. <laughs> and they had a story written for that, but they said it was too scary, so they threw something together with vampires. <laughs> Bart Simpson's Dracula. Mark, tell <laughs> us wanna... about Bart Simpson's Dracula. I just want to point out, it's literally exactly what he said. It did feel like it was thrown together with vampires. Yeah, fuck it, just throw together something with vampires. Like, let's like, let's take every vampire stereotype and put it all together, sure. Um, so, um, this is mostly a Lisa story. Um, uh, the uh, I guess... Uh, she figures out that um, uh, that Mr. Burns is a as is vampire, basically l- literally Dracula, and yeah. modeled get, off of the Bronx Gary Oldman. Oldman. Correct, very very yeah. very Goldman. Which that, has always been such a weird fucking design to me. That hair, that that I've hair never understood even call that. out in this episode. And I'm, that's one thing I'm glad. It's just like. Why? Is that the one with Keanu Reeves? Yeah. I'm very um, disappointed God. that Keanu Reeves didn't make like some kind of cameo within this. That well, this is, was before the, everybody was literally just obsessed with Keanu the Reeves. The, uh, you know... Uh, God, his accent and the... Dude, know, they're just, that's a whole they're different just, thing. Like, whoa, you're Dracula? That's crazy. <laughs> exactly. Whoa. Exactly that. The uh, <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's move on. Um, it's a different kind of red pill. The uh, you, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Let's not get into this. It's gonna give me a major headache. <laughs> Fucking like we were gonna end up with those Trek videos, except it's Keanu Reeves. I actually enjoyed the film besides that. 
It was it was a good movie. It was a good movie. Keanu Reeves was a miscast, but it was a good movie. Yeah, it was. The uh, anyway, (laughs) so uh, so they all get. I guess Mr. Burns through a uh, business purchase purchased a giant uh, blood bank, and then um, uh, Lisa figures out that he's a vampire Dracula. And then says, um, you know, that's crazy, Lisa. And then they all get invited over to, to Mr. Burns' house at midnight and are all asked to watch their necks. Yep. Um, and, and His country home in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. And, I, and I went, I went, I think I went, <laughs> I was like, I'm like, oh. The, uh, it, I think Zach and I both had a sigh at the same time. We just, oh God. It was great and you know it. The, uh, it was not, sir. Um, it, it was, was a it was a bad dad joke. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the, uh, it was a dad who said it. Yeah. yeah. Brandon is the king of dad jokes. He loves them. Oh, absolutely love them. Not even a dad either. Um, anyway, not not yet. that you know of the. Uh, it's okay. Gross. The uh, now 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 it's just weird. Now it's awkward. <laughs> the um, uh, so anyway, the. Uh, um, they all get invited to Mr. Burns' house, uh, house, and then uh, and then they all get served a bunch of blood. Um, Homer is completely unfazed by this because it's free. Um, uh, the because uh, he's a cheap bastard. Uh, he. Uh, um, uh, Lisa... Which I'm surprised Zach didn't uh, get a reaction from that because that's what he would have done. The uh... here's the thing. I agree with it, but just the presentation. I'm just like I don't know why this isn't funny. And I actually said that in my head when I saw that part. I'm like. This should be funny, but it's not. Oh. <laughs> should... That's the really funny part to me. It's just like, why the fuck is this not funny? I love this joke, but Homer saying it is just not funny. This is how. God how... damn the Simpsons, dude. <laughs> Do you think it might just be something wrong with you? No, I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> of course not. Anyway. Why would there be something wrong with me? So, so they all, so Bart and Lisa go wandering around the castle. They find um, Mr. Burns's little lair um, down in the basement with a bunch of different um, things. Uh, Bart, um, uh, being Bart himself, uh, finds a lever for the fun slide. Super at, fun, happy slide. Super fun, happy slide. As they're all running away from, uh, you know, the from army of vampires. The army of vampires, uh, and Bart, of course, gets taken. He's not transformed into a vampire. And then um, uh, they, um, uh, he comes back to the table, and, and then Homer's like, he's clearly fine, so that's not a big deal. Um, Lisa is cut back to Lisa, who's having a nightmare, wakes up in the middle of the night, and then all the kids are flying um, uh, next to the window, much like Lost Boys or Little Vampire. And they say, come with us, Lisa. You know, we, you, get a free, like, you get a free soda um, if you tell people you're a vampire at the local movie theater. Um, which I appreciated. So, uh, Lisa says, oh, we have to kill, we have to go and kill the lead vampire. Oh, and, and of course, Before Gra- that grandpa runs Simpsons in. has the best joke, and they else, we must kill the boy! Oh, yeah. It's like, because he's a vampire? It's like, what? He's a vampire? Drop ah. shit and runs out. Dude, um, Grandpa Simpson seems to have all the best jokes, um, in these episodes. He he's does. the, he's the silent, hey, the silent killer when it comes to the good jokes. Uh, he, um, and then also Lisa did have a good joke after that. They open up Mr. Burns' coffin and he starts nailing into him and Lisa's like, Dad, that's his crotch. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I like how they didn't wake him up either. He's just getting nailed in the dick and he's just like, <laughs> nope. You didn't feel that? Nope. And then he comes up and then, and then he kind of fades and then he comes back and says, you're fired. <laughs> and then dies again. Uh, and then, uh, like, don't. 
mission accomplished. Um, uh, they they kill Mr. Burns, and then they all uh, they all are sitting around the family dinner or excuse me the family breakfast table the next morning or something. Uh, which I don't know what meal they're consuming. If it was breakfast, then that would be kind of odd considering vampires shouldn't be. Um, up in the middle of the day, but I'm not going to start questioning the logic of a simple Simpsons bit. Um, they all they all get up, and then they figure out that, in fact, uh, spoiler alert, uh, Mr. Burns is not the lead vampire. It's actually Marge. Uh, and she says, I do have a life outside of this house, uh, which is pretty funny. And then they, um, they go ahead, and somehow they say, Happy Halloween, and then break into our Charlie Brown uh, bit. Charlie Brown Christmas bit annoyed the shit out of me. And this has no place being here right now. And then then once again, like the Pennsylvania joke, I went, oh, okay. That that. felt like a Hail Mary attempt for a last minute, just like, we're funny. It's like, really? (laughs) Remember, we're funny. Um, You didn't see that coming, did you? I don't think anybody (laughs) wanted to see that one coming, dude. Um, But okay. Try again. But okay. Uh, and and I think I'm pretty much the same way about the rest of this episode. They had a couple really good bits that that I enjoyed, but for the most part, it was very much of a, of a flat line of moderate entertainment. Um, I had a couple really good jokes. The, the Grandpa Simpson joke was great. Um, uh, there was a couple uh, vampire jokes. The slide joke was funny. Um, oh, and this, the the uh, the secret uh, the secret passage joke was pretty funny. They opened up the oh, secret yeah. chamber and it was a laundry room. Literally yeah, that's that Merkin humor right there. You think it's going to be the secret tunnel nope. way, but no, it's the laundry room, and then they just see the neon signs, vampire secret hideout. No, no garlic. garlic. No garlic. <laughs> the, um, uh, I, I, yeah, and a couple of really good bits, but besides that, it's pretty, pretty flatline for me, for the most part, like the rest of this episode. Um, I, I think there was some more... Like, I, I'm trying yeah. to wrap my mind around this, where you're calling it a flatline, but it has moments... Where it's like the kind of point of a flat line is that it's flat, dude. It's 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 <laughs> literally like, so. It's like you're you're describing like a flat line. And it goes up, then a flat line goes up. So it's like so literally it's like, going, it's like up. Oh, 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 it's but by definition, if it's going up with parts of entertainment and laughs, it's not a flat line. So it's like if they hooked up a dead body to an EKJ machine, and every and every once in a while gave it a fucking zap, and then it went up. Like that's how I felt about it. It's this. more flatline than it is beats. Yeah, sure. Hmm. The um, and I I thought that there were previous episodes that had more to offer than this than this particular one. Um, uh, the last the last two I enjoyed far more than than this one particularly. I'm confused. Last episodes or last segments of this uh, segments. Um, the last segments I, I the last segments I enjoyed more than I enjoyed this these three segments. So, I mean, and I imagine that's exactly what's going to happen. There's going to be, uh, like, I think I said that on the first episode. There are going to be some that I'm that I'm going to really like, and there's mm-hmm. some that are just, I'm just going to be yeah. dislike, and there's some I'm going to be kind of, like, okay about. This happens to be one of the okay ones with some really good moments sprinkled in. Um, uh, but for the most part, it was okay. Still not as bad as The Raven. Not as bad as The Raven, but... Fuck you. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> The uh, very very few shit when anybody says that episode was fucking terrible. Oh, it was terrible. The, the Ravens gonna go down as our most divisive, I think. Yeah. The uh, well, that and the Howling. Uh, but yes, overall, this particular segment and it has the same feeling that I have about the rest of the episode. That there was a a moderate entertainment for the most part with some some very good bits, um, and I would dare to say some really good bits 
sprinkled in. Yeah. But like they were they were far and few between enough for me to notice. Like the previous episode, there was enough of really good bits, and they were close together that like it seemed like a, a perfectly consistent episode of good shit that was being put into that episode. But again. Some of them I'm going to be okay with, some of them I'm not going to like, and other ones I am going to like. It's just yeah. the nature of the beast. We're doing 31 of these. That's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Not all of them oh, are going to yeah. be winners. Not all of them are going to be stinkers. A- exactly. And some um, of them are going to be right in okay. the middle. Yeah. Uh, Bartson's Dracula. I thought this one is definitely the weakest of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, the first two, I think, had a very good beginning, middle, end structure, yeah. where this one kind of just fell off at the end. Um, and the, the beginning kind of too. Was yeah, like, it took them a little bit to get to where they were going. But yeah. There's some really good animation in this, a lot of memorable imagery. Like the Mr. Burns Dracula, I think is one of the most memorable redesigns in these Treehouse of Horrors. And the way they animated his, shower, his shadow, just a little out of sync with his. And even that one part where the shadow does the yo-yo. Or after he got staked and he yeah. just came back, it's like you're fired. <laughs> and Dope. of course uh, Bart Milhouse and the other kids floating outside Lisa's window so there's some good animation there's some good imagery um, not every joke lands and like I said structure wise it does kind of fall off at the end yeah with the Simpsons uh, you're just going to have to give and take with the jokes sometimes they're going to land sometimes they're not yeah but overall I, I do still think this is a good one um, overall I do think Taken as a whole, I think this is one of the better Treehouse of Horror episodes. Um, but yeah, if I had to pick a weakest one, it would be Bart Simpson's Dracula from these three. Fair yeah, enough. I agree um, with that. Zach, have we gotten your thoughts on Dracula yet? Meh. All right. More meh. Um, and of course, we end on the whole Charlie Brown Christmas thing. Santa's little helper dancing like Snoopy, and we have Millhouse <laughs> at the little piano. Um, so yeah, I think we're ready for our sort of wrap up for the episode. Um, do we have a pick for funniest moment? Donut head. Yeah, donut head was pretty good. Don't great. worry, yeah. boys. Hilke's got to come out sooner or later. Yeah. The, uh, absolutely funny. the funniest moment of this episode. Yeah. All of you were donut head? Yeah, I'm going to agree with that one. The, I think, I think the, the first, the first bit for me, the, the donut head uh, second second bit was the the one with uh, Otto, who's driving the bus. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. That and then also the Gremlin um, uh, with you know I, I just paid off the I just paid this car off and then it explodes. <laughs> um, and then the third the third bit was obviously uh, Grandpa Simpson with uh, coming in and saying, and saying like we must kill the boy. Yeah, that was my second favorite. Yeah, the so third one was he's the, a vampire. Oh! I think the third for me was the Gremlin on the. Um, uh, spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> My funniest moment was um, the ironic punishment department. <laughs> I, I I just can't say no to that. Yeah, I, I love that gag. I love the Homer image of Fat Homer just continuously eating donuts, not being phased by the yeah. torture. Susan, <laughs> move to the torture. How did this happen? Um, is there any picks for? Uh, are there any picks for scariest or creepiest moment? Even if it's just like an image, let's see, a facial expression, moment of music. I think that gremlin was pretty creepy. The gremlin, yeah, the gremlin yeah, creepy. creepy, and obviously too, like the uh, the whole thing with uh, Flanders' head. Yeah, yeah, the gremlin and that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, the um, yeah, it's definitely cool. I mean, um, yeah, yeah, that'd definitely be for the creepiest moment right there. Ned's head and yeah, Ned's head. Zach. Squirrels. <laughs> You have to pick something. Damn it. 
Even if you have to really reach. Really funny. Wood's burning there. Do you want me to go over mine while you think of yours? Please do. Yeah. All right. Yeah, mine's between either Ned's severed head or that shot of like the vampires ganging up on Bart when he falls down the slide and then Mr. Burns comes in. I thought that was a good moment of tension. Because, um, yeah, and it's like I said, David Merkin thought the Halloween episodes should be both funny and scary. And I think Ned's head is a perfect image for yeah. <laughs> that philosophy right yeah. there. Love it. Love it. Yeah. I'm just going to default to Ned's head because why not? Ned's head. <laughs> Ned's head. All right. Everybody loves Ned's head. Yeah. Eh, not really, but. Ned's head. I mean, Zed's out of dead, everything baby. that you saw there. <laughs> sure. It's probably the creepiest. Yeah. It's going to be the new like, um, pop band. Ned's picks head. for the uh, worst segment. Uh, we all know mine is Bart Simpson's Dracula. Um, I'm going to agree with, Dr- with Dracula. That wasn't. Probably. I mean, it was the least entertaining for like, me. Like, like, that's the thing. It really is a flat line for me, so they're all equally as bad and or good. Huh? I think it's just... Uh, I'm going to go with that. I'm actually going to go with episode number two. The, um... Terror? Uh, yeah, really? Terror. Like, I, I, it was... It was okay. At least there was more action. There's more something going on with all the vampires. I just, I, I just thought there was a little bit more, and... I just thought there was a little bit more. The um, I don't know why. I don't know why. It's not by much, but I don't know why I'm picking that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because was... you have to be the odd man out. Sure. <laughs> and it yeah. can't be you today, so I figured I'd join that club. The uh, he is so... the odd man out. We're all wearing black, and he looks like he's going to a tennis match. This is true. Uh, no. <laughs> it looks like I, I'm a walking. The, he wants to literally, I was I was rocking a grind core at at Kuma's, <laughs> and I dress like I'm going to the yacht club. He's, he's looking... I'm a walking contradiction. <laughs> it looking... literally looks like he walked out of a fucking uh, what's it called country club. It's like all he's missing is his golf clubs. It's just like. I had a nice good feel at the pod today. <laughs> dude, dude, I would not be golfing. He's looking for his Mr. Uh, Mrs. Robinson <laughs> the, kind of uh, look. <laughs> All right. I mean, hey. <laughs> and, uh, finally, our picks for the best segment of the episode. Obviously, Donut. I, <laughs> Devil and Homer Simpson for Zach. Just because of the donut. Just because of the donut. That's really it. <laughs> yeah, mine is uh, obviously Tara at five and a half feet. I thought it was a brilliant take mm-hmm. on a classic story. I'm going to go with the number one. I like the first segment. So it's three to one, Devil to Terror. Nice. But again, we got to watch the Twilight episode to really appreciate that segment. Yeah, it's, I, 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 I do want to show you guys that episode, or even if you guys watch the episode on your own on Netflix, I think it's on Netflix or Hulu. The maybe flicks both. of net. Um, hmm. Yeah, I know it might be on a few streaming services now that I think about it, but yeah, it's... Um, yeah, I think if you watch that episode, I think your appreciation for that segment will probably go up. Rock and roll. That's it. Um, so that is Treehouse of Horror 4. Join us tomorrow when we put up our episode covering Treehouse of Horror 5 from Season 6. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we go, don't forget to like and subscribe. And follow us on our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Midwest Horror Network, as well as Slasher. And don't forget to check out our other podcast, The Nightmares Podcast, which is the official podcast of Midwest Horror Network. And Mark? And of course, please check out our wonderful narrative series, Living Nightmares. Uh, we are at, uh, we have three current episodes that are up right now, and with a fourth one very much on its way. So uh, please check that out. And like Brandon said, like, share, and subscribe. Tell everybody about this so we can go ahead and do that. And then, of course, we do have a lovely 
uh, donation um, uh, type thing going on on Anchor. All of your contributions directly support this podcast and all Midwest horror business and content. That If you could do that, that would be wonderful. Merry Christmas, everyone.